All right, we're back by popular demand. Uh, we got another episode here of, uh, inspired by True Events uh, podcast. Um, really excited for this episode. We got a lot of stuff to pack in. We got our boy Kenny is back. Kenny is back. Uh, Kenny and Phil, how you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Yep, glad Kenny's back. Everything's all good. How's your How's your week been? As far as work and just just life in quarantine, or quarantine. Glad for the weekend. Excited to watch some football. Hopefully, COVID doesn't ruin our season. It's not looking too hot, but you know, get ready for it. (laughs) What about you, Phil? Right, just working and staying home. Hopefully, that how bad COVID is going in NFL doesn't get worse over anywhere else, but. Who knows? We'll see. Oh no, they're gonna play these games. Right. They got billions of dollars. They're gonna play these <laughs> they gonna go into cornfields or what's the move? What's the baseball movie where they uh yeah, if you yeah. build it, they will come. Right. They're yeah. gonna they definitely gonna do that. Yeah. Or they're gonna do um uh Blue Mountain State where they gonna play the championship game and they <laughs> tune into the cornfield, made the field and played the game. But um yeah, just just recapping from week five, we didn't get uh, unfortunately we didn't get the to do our picks because um, Kenny had something to come up and we just we just felt better on just picking the Thursday night game. Uh, so we all took an L because we had um, old man Tom Brady um, and him forgetting what, what down it was. <laughs> and Nick Foles beat him again and didn't want to shake his hand. Uh, but we all took an L on that one. Um, we didn't do the, the highest point scored, obviously, because we didn't do that. Um, but as far as uh, pickums for week six, we got a lot of – I feel like there's a lot of good games um, coming up this week, a lot of make-or-break games. Um, so this week we got um, we got the Bears and Panthers. Um, from there we got the Packers and Bucks, Chiefs and Bills, Cardinals and Cowboys. Um, how are you guys feeling about those matchups, um, like pretty much coming up this week? How about you, Kenny? I think it's make or break for a lot of teams. You're going to see a lot of teams that we think are contenders go up against other contenders. Like even uh, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, that's going to be a good one. I feel like you're going to figure out right now which one of them is the real team in the NFC North. Um, you got teams also, too, like the Lions and the Jaguars even. Uh, they're not really, obviously not great teams, but somebody's got to win. Mm-hmm. I think every game this week is really could be considered a toss-up. All right, so we'll, so we'll start with um, uh, we'll start with um the Bills. Uh, no, I said Bills. Uh, the Bears and the Panthers. Uh, Phil, how do you feel about that game? Who do you think is going to take the W for that one, and why? I'm probably going to lead towards the Panthers because they've been riding the Mike Davis hot train ever since mm-hmm. CMC got out. Teddy Bridgewater is playing better. Robbie Anderson is, is showing why he got signed. All they need is a little, a little bit more production from DJ Moore. I'm pretty sure they got in the bag this week. Plus, I'm not entirely set on Nick Foles either because, you know, he's great. he's a great sub, like a six-man, but as a starter, mm-hmm. a shaky record. Yeah. So I'm not entirely confident on Nick Foles, but I got the uh, Panthers winning this one. How about you, Kenny? Foles, we trust. And there's another reason why you want them to win, and why is that? Because I hope 
<laughs> so, so, so he closed the gap. <laughs> he closed the gap. And as long as y'all keep losing, it's okay that we're on five. Right. <laughs> but no, that's a, that's I really do think point. that. But I, I do think that um, the Bears win this week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm not too impressed on the Panthers. Um, obviously, they just beat my Pelicans, so I should probably keep my mouth shut about them. But I'm still I'm not 100% sold on them. I don't know what it is. I, I don't think their defense is really that great. I don't think their offense is that great. I think they win games. I just mm-hmm. I don't really understand how they win these games. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think I think what's special with the Panthers, um, I don't think a lot of people realize, but their defense is really young. Um, they're getting a lot of good pieces uh, that are coming together. So I think um, I think in this one, for me, I'm going to take the Panthers because um, I've just been kind of watching them a little bit more because I'm obviously a fan of Teddy Bridgewater. We miss you. Um, it's We can rewind time and you can come back to the Norman Saints. We miss you. Um, it would be really nice to have you. Uh, but I think uh, the Panthers definitely take this game. I think the Bears will have a Nick Foles. I don't think he's going to be able to sustain um, – just being able to be the starter. I don't think it's possible. I just don't see it. Um, so I definitely got the Panthers in that one. Um, going on to the next one, I think this is going to be probably the biggest game this week. Um, it's going to probably be really chippy. It's always really chippy anyway um, between the Steelers and Browns. Um, Phil, who do you got for this one? I'll probably go with Cleveland for the upset because we know we – Do you believe it? Do you believe it's an upset though? I mean, yeah, I, I believe a lot of people have the Steelers win this matchup because Big Ben's keep is starting to find his groove again. Claypool's emerging. Juju's still catching up, but I think they might steal one because I because I believe this entire year it's going to be a, a split game between mm-hmm. a split series between the Steelers and Browns. I think the Browns are going to win the first one, and then later on the Steelers are going to grab the second one because I think the Steelers are going to be a much better team down the road. Mm-hmm. But I think the Browns are just going to get that one they they need now. And then maybe then lose against them down the road because I know Miles Garrett is ready to play against the Steelers, so we'll see. Oh yeah, we got that too. I forgot. Miles Garrett. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, the memes the memes lasted for months, bro. Oh my goodness, I completely forgot about that. Right. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking about how they like pushing each other around. I for- completely forgot about that. Um, what about you, Kenny? What do you think about this one? I know you. I know uh, Mama Lacey is gonna be. This is gonna be all on edge because this is, is this game. She'll be hot. She'll be hot if I say anything else. But <laughs> seriously, I, I I think Pittsburgh actually runs away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just first of all, OBJ got sent home from practice today with illness. It's not. They said it wasn't COVID, but. He's still technically is he's out as of right now. He's questionable. We don't know for sure he's gonna be playing Sunday. They were down Nick Chubb. Not I mean Kareem Hunt obviously can handle the load, but Nick Chubb was their bell cow back. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just I, I think what I've seen for Pittsburgh so far this year, I, I like. I I've seen good things out of Cleveland too, but I think ultimately at the end of the game, if ball if the Browns have to try to come back, Baker Mayfield is not a quarterback you want with the ball in his hands to have to lead a game winning drive. Yeah. And I am going to also follow up with that, and I'm definitely taking the Steelers. I do not see the Browns. Uh, I, I would have them if they have Nick Chubb because they're going to run to death, um, and then that's going to set up play action. And the, the Steelers' DBs are very similar to the Saints, and they're undisciplined, very undisciplined. They got a lot of penalties. So 
Um, with I think with with Chubb being out, it's going to be tough. Um, I think it's going to be too much for commercial man, um, stadium stairs man, to actually be able to play a, a great game and sustain drives and win. Um, so I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on him uh, going into this game. So I'm gonna definitely take the Steelers on that one. And I kind of want I kind of want to see this guy Claypool um, actually prove himself a little bit more instead of it just being one game. Uh, because he was going absolutely nuts. That was one of the games I watched last week. So um, going from there, um, we got the next game. We got the Packers and Bucks. Um, with this one, I'm going to start this one off. Uh, I definitely 100%. Um, I think that the Packers um, go out and absolutely destroy the Buccaneers because I think Aaron Rodgers has, a, has had enough with the disrespect on his name. Um, he's definitely the most talented quarterback. When you put everything together, um, outside, arm, he can run, stay on the run. He can throw on the run, throw in the pocket. Uh, he can make any pass. Uh, he can throw from any angle. Um, at the, and he's going against Tom Brady, so he's got something to prove. Uh, so I'm going to take Is the Devontae Packers. Play? What'd you say? Devontae playing? Um, yeah, right now he is. Because he got, he got to sit out. And they had they just had a bye week, so he had two weeks off on a hamstring. I feel like he's about to go absolutely insane. So I'm definitely gonna take the Panthers uh the, the Packers on this one. What about you, Kenny? Hey A Ron. Hey A Ron. I like you said, Lawrence, I think he's tired of being disrespected. Like we all just I'm guilty of it too. We just we crown patch Mahomes as the next greatest thing and we forgot about number 12 in Green Bay. I mean, they even went and drafted a quarterback in the first round out of this year. Like, we yeah. – I, 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 Watching them play this year, it's just – you kind of say, what did we forget about Aaron Rodgers? Because the guy is great, and we're yeah. just ready to ship him away already. I, I don't know, but he's playing phenomenal this year, and I think that him going up against Tom Brady is only going to make him want to play even better. Mm-hmm. I think that they won this game by at least a touchdown. Yeah, so I, I to add on to that um... – with Aaron Rodgers, it's not. I think we're we're not. We, we could be like we could be like prisoners of the moment sometimes. I try not to yeah. be, um, but with with Patrick Mahomes, he won the bowl, man. Like that's a different different type of moment. It's not like he just had an MVP season and that's it. Um, I think I think for me personally, I think they're very similar in how they play. Um, I will. I'm curious to see who has a stronger arm. Because they both throw the ball at crazy angles that nobody should be able to throw, and their arms going to probably be paying the price when they get done playing. Right. I, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers gets the LeBron James treatment too, where he's so great that we take it for granted that when he does great things, we're like, "Well, he's supposed to do that." Like even when you look at the talent that's around Aaron Rodgers, like usually he doesn't really have that much talent, and he still brings them to the playoffs. Right. Like we don't we don't see that happen often or ever. Aaron Rodgers does it so much that it's just like, yeah, well, he's supposed to do that. Who cares? And he's to quote him to quote him on um I forget what show it was. He said, My down, my my down years are some quarterbacks' best years. And he's <laughs> that's disrespectful stuff right there. Where's the lie? <laughs> to be honest. But uh what about you, Phil? How you how you feeling about that game? I'm probably gonna go with Green Bay two to make it three oh. Because for me, it's whose defense is going to play better. Because this is potentially going to be a shootout. Mm-hmm. And then the Bucks just lost Vita Bea, one of 
their defensive tackle, so that's going to make Aaron Jones' a lot, job a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And then with Devonta Adams coming back, I don't see the Bucks outscoring the Packers this game. So I'm going to go with um, Green Bay. All right, all right. And then we got uh, my hopeful for the AFC, man. They let me down last week. I was disappointed. Uh, we got the Bills and the Chiefs, um, and they're, the Chiefs are coming to Buffalo, both off of a loss. Um, so how so how you feel about this one, Kenny? How you how you feeling? Homeboy. <laughs> I just, you know, reneged and went back and said I forgot, you know, I still gotta give Aaron Rodgers his credit. That don't mean Patrick Mahomes is that far behind him. Mm-hmm. And he just suffered a loss too. And you know, people are oh, you know, they didn't play that great. They lost to Vegas, blah, 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 blah. Well, now we get to come and we get to play against Buffalo, who everyone is also ready to crown as an AFC contender. Well, I think Patrick Mahomes shows out again. I think that he's going to go nuts. I think that Buffalo's defense has been suspect this year, which is weird because usually that's the strength yeah, of their team. That's really – yeah, that is that is crazy because I picked them on almost uh, four out of six of my teams, and they're just not doing what they did last year. They're not doing yeah, it. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to feast on them. Yeah. No Levy on this week, but – I think that they're going to feast on them. And we definitely get to see uh, – we get to see an interesting matchup. It depends on what they're going to run. Uh, Tredavious doesn't travel, so he usually stays on his his side of uh, – side of the field. So I'd like to see him and Tyreek Hill go against each other because he's, he's fast as shit too. Um, but not as fast as Tyreek Hill. But, um, Phil, how you feel about that game? Bills, Chiefs, and Buffalo. And Buffalo. Yeah, and Buffalo. You know, I probably have to go with the Chiefs too. They're they're coming off a loss as well as Buffalo, and I'm pretty sure they're pretty they're pretty pissed about losing to the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So Mahomes gonna do everything he can to show out. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is gonna have have to prove himself to everyone and say that even though Le- um, Le'Veon Bell's coming to town, I'm still the number one running back. So he's gonna have to show out and see what he's got to, to keep his spot. Tyreek Hill can go off. Kelsey, this is dynamic offense that's gonna get better next week when Bell comes back. So. Mm-hmm. I have a, um, the Chiefs winning by ten. I think it's I think it's gonna be a phenomenal game. Um, I think they got the guys at safety um, that can compete with Travis Kelsey. Not to say they're gonna shut him down, but they might be able to do something where they can they can slow him down in the game. Um, and you got Edmonds too, linebacker. He's fast and he's tall, rangy. So I think it's gonna be a good battle back and forth. Um, but I'm not gonna make the mistake. Um, of what I because I predicted the Titans to lose that game and I'm taking the Chiefs this game definitely uh, because they just added a, another piece at running back um, and like you said they got they got a win um, and they're trying to prove that they're the best in the league so I think I got the Chiefs on that one too um, I think um, you stiff from the Bills away to be honest I think it's by 21. I think they go in and show out for real. I, th- I think that's what's going to happen. Um, and then you got another thing, too, another important factor. Another important factor. Sammy Watkins is out. So, Miko Hardman is going to be playing more speed on the field, more chances to throw the ball down the field. So, um, I think that's going to be really big for them. Uh, going from there, we got another game. Um, it is a Monday night game, 8-15. We got Arizona Cardinals and the Cowboys. Um, I think this is going to be a special game um, because obviously the Cardinals, they need to win uh, to pretty much 
be in the conversation of making the playoffs because the NFC right now is just so heavy um, with the records and everything. Um, and then the Cowboys, they're one and three. That division is a debacle. Um, they could afford to lose this game if they want to. Um, so, Phil, how you feeling about that one? I'm probably going to go with the Cardinals because they absolutely need to win this game with how the NFC West is going. And, I mean, plus I, I think the Cowboys are going to struggle maybe the first one or two games without Dak to try to get mm-hmm. adjusted because it's pretty much going to rely on Zeke the entire game. Even though Andy, I think Andy Dalton's going to be capable of pulling the offense together because he, he, he was a 4,000-yard um, thrower with just Andy Green, uh, A.J. Green. So mm-hmm. I think capable of going in that, working that offense, he just needs to get used to it. So I see – Plus, I believe D-Hop's going to have himself a game that sus uh, Dallas secondary. So I think it's going to be Cardinals by maybe two touchdowns probably. All right. What about you, Kenny? Little birds. <laughs> Cardinals. No, I feel no. like they're the forgotten bird team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all talk about the Pelicans because they love to blow leads. We all talk about the Eagles because they're playing the worst division of football. And everyone knows the Seahawks and the Ravens. But like the Cardinals don't get a lot of love. They're the other birds. Um, they're going to win this week, though. Uh, Dallas is coming the first week without Dak. But hot take, Dallas is going to be better without Dak Prescott the rest of the season because they're going to get back to what they're best I, at, which is I just agree. feeding Zeke. They're just going to feed Zeke over and over. And I think this week they're not going to – it's still his first week out there, so it's, it's going to be they're gonna weird trying to get everything together. But I think going forward, Dallas is a better football team without Dak this season. Yeah, too. I'm not mad at that take. I'm not mad at it. Um, I, for me personally, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. Um, I think they lean on Zeke, but at the same time, they have a, a backup that has a lot, a lot of snaps. There's no way you lean on just a running back with a quarterback that's been starting in the league five plus years and you got three potential 1,000-yard receivers, I see them potentially just going out and doing everything they've been doing. Um, They might lean on Zeke a little bit more, but um, I think the Cowboys take this game um, because they're going to – I feel like they're going to play a little bit more inspired, um, especially this week with uh, Dak getting hurt. Uh, So I'm going to definitely take the Cowboys on that one. Has more weapons now than he's ever had in his whole career. Yes. Like ever. Think about it. I mean, even at TCU – he didn't have five-star recruits with him. Then he goes to Cincinnati where he just said A.J. Green. Now he has Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb, Zeke. His, his second-best option was, like, Tyler Eifert. Yeah. I would have I demanded a trade year four. I'm like, y'all not getting me no help. A.J. <laughs> Green, goes to, he goes to walk out the tunnel. He tears his hamstring. Y'all not getting more receivers. Like, <laughs> well, you got he had Tyler Boyd like early though, but he wasn't he wasn't what he is now. Yeah, that boy, that, he's he's good too. Um, going from there, who do you guys think scores the most points out of those games? Me, per, me personally, I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. I think it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yep, Packers. Packers. But I'm torn between your guys' picks because I was that was my top. <laughs> so, yeah, was um, one of them. I'm gonna have to go with Green Bay because I believe the yeah Bucks have a better offense slightly than the Bills, so they're gonna have to keep up with the Bucks scoring. So yeah, I probably go with the Packers as well. Okay. All right. 
All right, going from there, outside of those games, um, from all the games that are there, um, what is your like, your one favorite game? Your one favorite game. Mine is probably well, Houston in Tennessee this week, actually. Because Tennessee is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Houston is coming out week two with a new head coach playing a little bit differently. I always love watching Deshaun Watson. Division matchup, I think that's going to be a better game than people think. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Phil? If this game happens, which I'm not 100% sure anymore, the um, Broncos and Patriots, which seems a little biased, but we, no, get, that's to, fine. we get to see um, Cam coming back. Um, Gilmore surprisingly back faster than Cam. So we get to see Cam continue his um, run as uh, most improved candidate player so hey don't listen y'all better not lose this game because you know what that means the Dolphins win hey man they had the same record but you guys got the tiebreaker though right yep I played the first yeah so you got the tiebreaker um I'm me personally I'm gonna go with the Ravens and Eagles um and I'm gonna keep the ball rolling from what I was saying last week Carson Wentz is on the hot seat no other way to prove yourself but to compete with Lamar Jackson in your in fine oh uh, what is it Lincoln Financial, the only way I don't know if they'll win the game, um, but I think it's gonna be a big game for the Eagles, um, and I think the Ravens too. Ravens gotta keep rolling, um, because obviously the Browns and the Steelers are on their heels. Um, are who's who's leading the division right now? The Steelers. I think it's. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, going from there, um, we'd like to segue into uh, top positions. Um, Last week, me and Phil did uh, the tight ends and running backs. Um, And I know Kenny is a a quarterback receiver guy, so I had to put the quarterbacks and receivers on hold because I knew he'd be a little mad at me if we did it without him. So we'll have you go first, Kenny. Um, Who are your top five quarterbacks um, in the game right now? No, is uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right now, he's just he's playing like a man on fire. So he's definitely number one for me. Mm-hmm. Number two, Patty Mahomes. But they're like 1A, 1B, but it's like splitting hairs with them too. I'm giving him number two, though. Number three is Russell Wilson. Um, it gets tough for me because, like, everything in me wants to say Lamar because he played phenomenal last year. But, like, not the He's not playing great this year, but like it's not the Lamar that we saw last year. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know mm-hmm. how to break it down. Right. Yeah. But um, I'll probably still give it to him though. So I'll probably put Lamar at number four, but I'm not as high on him as I was coming into the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is a toss up, and I want to say Josh Allen, but I'm gonna say Big Ben Roethlisberger because what he's doing in Pittsburgh is impressive too. Because when you think about it, too, they had that same offense in Pittsburgh last year, just minus him, and they were a struggling team. With mm-hmm. him, they look like world beaters. Yeah. They're good. They're good. But that, I would say, with especially with the, the point of the Steelers, I feel like uh, experience is coming in, too, for those receivers. They're starting yeah, to understand. They're starting to understand and everything, too. But um, what about you, Phil? 
your top five QBs right now in the game? Um, Mahomes number one. He just based. I mean, a Rod, a Rod is great and all, but we've seen Pat, Pat doing stuff like we we haven't seen a lot of quarterbacks do recently. He's putting up numbers, especially that um one week he went off where I think everyone in fantasy was happy because they got what fifty plus points, forty plus points from. Put his performance off of that. Then I have Aaron Rodgers. Because, like, those two can be interchangeable, but I'm going to have Mahomes as number one and Aaron number two. Then I'm going to have Russ as number three. He's probably going to be the MVP this, this year, the way he, he keeps playing. Um, Like Kenny said, uh, Lamar at four, because we're used to him being so much better, like, last year. And then I'm probably going to go with Josh Allen, because now that he has a receiver and Stephon Diggs, he's going to show what he can actually do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with those five. Okay. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be a prisoner of the moment right now. Um and I'm gonna say I feel like right now, especially what we watched um on Sunday night. I'm not sure if you guys watched. Um was it Sunday, Monday night? What when did Seattle play? It was Sunday night. Sunday yeah. night? Yep. Driving down the field, man, get to the eight yard line, fourth and goal. You staying in the pocket, fire a strike to your best receiver. I'm gonna say Russell Wilson right now. Um, the way he's playing, I'm gonna say he's the best in the league. Um, the way he's leading his team. Um, I think I think the other guys, as far as Aaron Rodgers, it's so it's so close. Like right. you can make an argument for any of them to be number one. Um, but I'm gonna say Russell Wilson for right now. Um, and then I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes and then obviously Aaron Rodgers. You can like I feel like you could put one, two, three, like you can do whatever. But I think right now Russell Wilson's the best. And then I think Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, I'm gonna say Josh Allen at four. Um, and number five, I'm gonna probably go with I'm probably gonna go with Lamar or I was thinking Kenny, same thing with you. I was thinking about Big Ben. You can. I say. I would say. I would put Ben, Big Ben, at four, um, and then Josh Allen or Lamar at five right now. Um, just how they're playing. Big Ben has come back, and he's like, he's in. He's obviously. He said he's in shape. His mind is right. He wants to actually play football again, and it's definitely showing. Um, so I think he's showing that he can still play at a high level. Um, and then Josh Allen. Um, y'all already know. I got. I'm. That's. One of my favorite players in the league right now. He's he's balling. He's playing really good. Yeah, but he he let he let me down last week. Um, just on how he's playing. He looked it looked like they took two weeks off. That's it looked like they didn't play last week because of COVID, and that it showed. Um, but the Titans didn't because <laughs> the Titan, the Titans were still practicing. But um, and then Lamar, I think what Lamar is, I don't know. You could put an honorable mention. You could five five or six or whatever you want to put it. But I think with Lamar, it's, he got a, he has to take control of that team again. Um, I think it's getting a little out of hand right now. Um, I think he just needs to take a deep breath and just, just keep playing. Cause I think he's really pressed right now to be um, at, at, at or above the level that Aaron, uh, Patrick Mahomes is playing. And I think he just needs to be himself. Um, so I think that, I think a lot of that is, pressure on himself um you can definitely hear it in the press conferences and stuff too i don't know y'all watch them i got the um baltimore ravens on the youtube and i just watch them and you can just hear it in his in his voice that he just 
he's really pressed to like try to be the next next big thing. So, which he already is the big thing. So, um, I think those are my my five right now. Um, going from that, who do you guys think are the top five receivers in the game right now? Um, how did you how do you guys want to actually do this? Because there's people hurt. I'm not gonna name any names. He hasn't played more than four. I'll, I'll put that in mind. I, I'll give him his credit. I, <laughs> I'm 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 going body of work. Okay, body of work. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I don't. I wasn't sure if we we talk in active IR. Yeah, no. I'm taking this year into consideration, obviously, but I'm doing body of work as well. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So you you definitely started off, Kenny. Top five receivers in the game right now. Yo, why? Listen, listen. Ooh, DK number five. Wow, he said mini Megatron. Wow, and they need to stop it with the mini Megatron. <laughs> we we watched. We watched. Respectful. We watched. We watched that happen week in and week out. Everybody knew he was getting the ball, and what he was doing was DK is not doing what he's doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's not get kept, crazy, he, Jamal Adams. Like, he's yeah, he's, he's very that. he's very good. We want we want to like I, I think that's another thing. Like like I said, prisoners of the moment. We want to latch on the closest thing that yeah. his frame is. But he right. was no Megatron. He was no. I don't think anybody. I don't think we'll never see that again. Four four uh, four four speed. Four three speed. Six five. We'll catch it on three people, stiff arm the second person, and step on the third to run for a touchdown. But the closest thing we're ever going to see to it is the guy I have at number one is Julio Jones. I think that's the closest we're going to see to Megatron. I'm I'm not saying he is Megatron, but that's the closest we're ever going to get to it. Yeah, but I I think at the same time, we're like, we we wouldn't, uh, I feel like. Megatron and then DK Megatron was before him, so we can't really say Megatron and Julio because they were kind of the timelines were a little bit, yeah, right. they, they're at the same time. But I think, bro, Julio is just Julio's different, he's right. different. Outside with half a leg, and he's gonna make a catch, put him in the slot, he'll make a catch, he does whatever you need. But that is he, a valid, that is a valid, uh, valid statement what you said with the, the whole uh, Megatron. I would say, I would say that's the most similar guy to him. Or you could say whatever, like you can interchange it. They're both the same type of receiver to me because they can block, they can catch, run after catch, run through contact, and everything. So, um, yeah. so, uh, so uh, mm-hmm. I had D Hop at number two. Yep. For me, they're one A and one B too. I just got to put Julio's name first because that's my boy. But um, D Hop don't drop balls. Like you kidding me? That's it's Bro, did you see that strike? Uh, the bad toddler threw to him and he got hit. On the, it was on the left side of the numbers going into the end zone. He threw it through the safety, past the corner. He catches it, and then gets smoked and is unfaced. Like, I don't, I don't understand how I don't understand how they they do this on a weekly basis. That's probably why. Cause I don't, I don't get it. They, they these guys are amazing, bro. Like with so many different, like. TJ Yates on the ball at one point. He was putting up numbers. Like D-Hop, it, it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. He's gonna put up numbers. Number three, I got a slant boy. Why? Why you listen? Listen? Well, listen? Why? Say, why everybody? Listen. All right, you right. You know, I was just gonna say something. That was really, so I was about to say why everybody. Why he got to had a only nickname out of everybody, but they all got nicknames besides Julio. But listen, slant boy. Yo, where where did that come from? It's not my fault. That's what his teammates call him. That, that's what I they don't call know him. his teammate calls him that. 
That's what Malcolm Jenkins called him. That's why he got into a fight because he called him Slant Boy. That's why he punched Gardner Johnson. Oh, see, I'm I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. Whoa. I'm sleeping. Whoa, boy. He got so I, I saw that. I saw that, but I didn't know what happened. Like, Whoa. but I guess I guess they they, they fought last year too. The yeah. same, the same exact way. I think the only difference was he basically was screaming obscenities at the coaches, and that's why yeah. he got fined sixty thousand. So one thing I'm going to say about Michael Thomas now, because you, you know I always call him five yards in a cloud of dust, because that's all he does. But I'm starting to think that's more on Drew Brees than it is Michael Thomas, just from what I've seen recently this year. I, I think oh Brees just can't gosh. throw the ball. Did Lawrence he, not say this last year? Drew, Bree, Drew Brees can't crazy. throw the ball. So I literally I was, said that. I was trying to give your quarterback more credit, <laughs> but now after what I've seen this year, I can't give him the credit no more, so I can't blame him. Number four, I got Devontae Adams because one healthy, the boy is just phenomenal because there's really no other option on that offense, and he still puts up his numbers. And number five, I had – right, right. Number five, I had DK because I'm probably a prisoner of the moment too, but right now – that boy is just balling out. And with Russell Wilson as his quarterback, I think he's going to continue to put up numbers. All right, all right. What about you, Phil? What's going on with the receivers over there for you, in your opinion? Oh, I got, um, like Kenny said earlier, D-Hop and Julio are interchangeable. So I got D-Hop at one, Julio number two. Mm-hmm. I got Devontae at number three. And then at number four, Tyreek Hill, the speed demon. Because not a lot of people is going to catch that man, corner or whoever you put on him. Mm-hmm. And then number five, due to his credit, even though he's been out for a while, I'll go with all Michael Thomas, number five. Nice. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, – I and I always keep – I always keep it honest when it comes to the best positions. The only person I am not giving – I'm not, not, not going to be biased about because he's playing out of his absolute mind right now. He's the best – one of the best weapons in the game is AK. I'm going to say he's the best back in the league. But receiver, I've always been fair, and I haven't been biased regardless of the stats, him having a 1,000 catches or whatever it is. Um, I've never considered him to be over Julio because Julio has everything you want in a receiver. So I'm always going to put – as long as he's putting on a helmet in the NFL and playing at a high level, I'm going to say Julio is the best receiver in the league. Um, he's been the best in, in the league for a while. I think a lot of people are quick to try to take him off of that spot, but it's very hard to do that when he's putting up tons of catches and tons of yards. But the only thing is he doesn't get the touchdowns. I think that's probably the knock on knock on him, but that's not necessarily his fault because he did not get targeted in the red zone. Um, but I'm going to put Julio. I'm going to go with good old slant boy number two. And now I'm going to put D-Hop number three. <laughs> regardless of him, regardless of uh, Michael Thomas being out, um, I think when he gets back, he's – I don't think anything is going to change as far as uh, what's, how he plays. I'm going to go with D-Hop. And then number four. <sighs> number four. That's very, very tough. It's very, there's so many. There's so many guys. I feel like there's a bigger drop-off. Um, in this position, um, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say D, uh, D Adams. Um, I call him Big ISO because he when he runs routes, he's literally looks like he's an ISO in basketball. He's like Kyrie, and he just he gets he just gets open, like in any route, any direction. Like he may not be the fastest guy, but he gets open. Um, and then number five, 
tough, man. Number five is tough. I don't know how you guys picked one. Oh, that's I didn't, so let's, yeah. let's be different. I, I, we yeah, that's, for that reason. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I'm gonna go with. God damn. Right. That's. I'm not gonna because you guys said you guys said DK. I, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I'm gonna probably say fifth, probably best receiver in the league. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a, just the name. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna just say Odell, man. Oh Lord, Odell, uh, man. I was just gonna say I was so <laughs> proud of all of us for not bringing his name up. I was just gonna <laughs> say it because I swear Odell that man has up. made a career off of doing this. That's all he did. He made one catch like this, and we want to <laughs> we crown him. It's just like Malcolm Butler intercepted the goal line. Now he's a top five corner. Come on, one play Odell-y. does not make a career. Odelly Beckham, you know, like that's not that's not a valid pick. Oh I mean, man, I was gonna say it because everyone wants to say no, it. No, no, no. Let me. I, let me I'm just glad Five, five A, five B. They're on the same team. Godwin and Evans. I'll, I'll have them share. I'll have them share the fit, the fifth spot. How can I forget about my? Yeah, and I, right. I love, I, I love God, Godwin. Godwin is that boy's nasty. He can play, and he's, he's literally like, uh, the perfect size receiver and perfectly built. He can run through everything. He can make people miss. He can block, and he can go to slot and outside. So he's I feel like he's very dangerous. And then Mike Evans, man, it's not even 50-50. That shit 90-10. Shit <laughs> is 90-10. When it's a, when it's past 30 yards, it's 90-10 for him. Like he's he's amazing. Um, but going from there, um, who who you guys think is some underrated players that you personally think don't get enough credit um or just putting work in and they just don't get the ball enough or things like that. So, Phil, what, who do you feel like are uh, two of your most underrated players in the league? Oh, two of my picks are from the AFC East, which is which is very surprising for me. So, <laughs> first one, first one Ima- imagine a Patriots fan giving someone credit. Right. Especially outside, outside <laughs> the Patriots. So, I mean, so with that being said, my first one is going to be from the Patriots. Uh, we're going to go with Cam Newton. This season is basically him getting the respect he deserves, proving everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. He signed a, a low, low risk deal, not a lot of money, so it's beneficial on both ends. He's basically trying to prove everyone that you guys, you all, you guys skipped over me. I'm here to prove why I, I still got that talent. And New England is one of the perfect places for him with Bill Belichick. They already got a good relationship with him. He has his own nickname for him. I think it's like Bella Bill or something like that. There we go. <laughs> 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 and then Cam just brings that swag you haven't seen from not a lot of quarterbacks brought in by the uh, Patriots organization. So Bro, he was he was dancing to gospel in the middle of practice, and he he literally had. Did you did you see the did you see the comments on Twitter and Facebook how mad the Patriots fans were yeah. that he wasn't that he wasn't stretching when in the video they played they played like a twenty second clip of him dancing to like it was like Kurt Franklin or something. I guess he requested it and he was dancing. And then you look at the entire clip is two, three minutes. He's stretching for two and a half minutes. And then the 30 seconds is him dancing. And then people are losing their minds saying he's not focused. He's not going to win and all this other nonsense. 
Like, it's just it's crazy. They're a different type of breed. Yeah. And then uh, my other one is going to be from the Buffalo Bills wide receiver, Stefan Diggs. He wasn't in any of our uh, top five lists, but I feel like he's having such an amazing year this year. He's the basically the main option for the Bills and being Josh Allen's best friend. He's he, well, he, like, what, top five in receiving yards so far this year? Yeah. So I, I see him actually mm-hmm. continuing that trend, maybe being top four, top three in the yards this year. So I'm going to go with Stefan Diggs. Trust me, I'm I'm watching him. I feel like he left or wanted out because I feel like they favored they favorited uh, Thielen too much, and I think that got under his skin a little bit. Right. So he so. he has, just like Cam, he has something to prove to everyone too. Yeah. What about you, Kenny? Uh, who you, who you got for underrated in the league? Elias is about to show because of mine. All come from the Falcons. That's because I watch them every week. I just can't understand why they don't get more love, to be honest. First one I'm going to go with, I mean, he's starting to get more love now, but I still feel as if Kelvin Ridley does not get the credit he deserves. And it's because he plays with Julio Jones. It's what it is. I mean, because he puts up numbers, but you're not even the best receiver on your team, let's be real. It's just how it is. But like when we're talking about elite receivers, you got to put Kelvin Ridley in that conversation now. He runs routes better. His routes are, he might his, be the best route runner are, in the NFL. He his routes up, are crazy. He puts up 100 yards like nothing. He has two touchdown games like it's nothing. I mean, if he were on any other team, he'd be the number one option, and we would talk about him maybe in a top five conversation. But he plays behind Julio Jones, and he just gets left behind. That's how I feel. Uh, underrated player. Comes on the defensive side of the ball for the Pelicans because our defense is so trash that everyone just forgets the couple of bright spots we have. And I'm torn between whether it's Grady Jarrett or Deion Jones. Because they're both great players. They don't get enough credit. Grady Jarrett is not – he's what? not a household name. Grady Jarrett is not a household name. If I say Grady Jarrett to someone, they don't know who I'm talking about. Well, well it depends on who you're talking about. Are you talking about somebody that watches ESPN all day and doesn't – actually doesn't know the, the interior defensive line? If you talk to – if you talk to, like, somebody like Woodman that's played – Years yeah, you and I talk to Woodman, you guys know. But if I talk yeah. to the, av- the the casual football fan and I say, "Oh, Grady Jarrett might be the second best defensive tackle behind Aaron Donald," they'll say, "Are you like they won't know what I'm talking?" That's about. probably the they'll only person. Aaron- they'll, yeah, that's probably the only person they'll name because he's he's a marquee player. But there's no, a whole bunch of interior. I, but I I definitely I definitely agree on that though. But Deion Jones, Deion Jones, well, Deion, he's having a down year too, so that's why he's not getting as much love as he used. Does but um Grady Jarrett I, I'm saying above is more underrated than Deion Jones because mm-hmm. Grady Jarrett to me is the second best defensive tackle in football and it's just I don't I don't think I hear about him enough yeah definitely I definitely agree with that um I'm gonna go uh, I agree with you on the Kelvin Ridley we already have our conversations I said it before um but I'm gonna pick two other I'm gonna pick two two uh two different ones um and definitely give Kelvin the the honorable mention uh one is gonna be Trey Hendrickson. Um, for the New Orleans Saints, um, my man has zero swag on the field, but he gets to the motherfucking quarterback a lot, a lot of pressures, a lot of pressures. I like how he plays. Um, he's really fast, good size. Um, a lot of the, the commentators are raving, uh, raving about him in the Chargers game a little bit. Um, and he had got, I think, two sacks in that game. I'm not too sure. I think it might have just one and a half or something like that. Um, but He's really developed because Davenport is a glass man. Um, every time he comes out there, he has a neck brace or elbow brace. He broke his toe. 
he broke his, his finger now and he's out for three weeks. So he's developing. Um, and then another person I'm going to say that doesn't um, probably doesn't get their credit. Uh, right now. And Kenny T I thought she was going to pick somebody else besides Calvin, man. Um, the two Falcons. I'm going to say, uh, You said the Falcons? Yeah, we, there's there's no bias on this podcast. Just a heads up. No bias? No bias? Zero. Zero. Um, I can't even say nobody out the Saints defense because they got me hot right now. Besides, Hendrickson is the only one that's holding down. Cam Jordan is playing like an absolute bomb right now. Um, I'm going to say, uh, God damn. I'm going to say another person that's underrated. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kenny here. I'm gonna go with our own teams. I'm gonna go with Traquan Smith. Um, I think he has the ability um, and the speed to be something special. He reminds me a lot, a lot. What the Saints do is they get the same type of receivers um, and try to run with them. And he reminds me of Robert Meacham so much. Oh, wow. um, probably a faster version of him. Um, he plays kind of the same role as him. So. I think uh, I think they got a, a really good pick with him because he's he's stepping up uh, when his number is called and he's actually ho- trying to hold it down while uh, Slant Boy punches the DBs and shit and sus- suspended and hurt. Um, so I'm gonna say Trey Quan Smith and then Trey Hendrickson uh, for the two. We'll mention I was gonna say. Yep. Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh. Yep, and I like I like him. Yep. And I, you just gotta I stay think, healthy. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Gotta yeah. stay healthy. And I think now people don't kill me for this. What I'm gonna say, I am not saying he is Antonio Brown. I am not saying he is Antonio Brown. Get but through. if you watch how the Steelers use him, and if you watch how the Steelers used Antonio Brown in his first couple of years there, they are mirror images of each other. They put him on kick return. They put him in the slot. They give him handoffs. They do whatever they can to give the playmaker the ball. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's Antonio Brown, but they use him very similar. And I think that is why he's going to thrive in that offense. I definitely, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see it. Uh, that's why I definitely picked him this year in one of the leagues. Um, he just got hurt last week. He really, oh man, I lost by two and two, was it? 2.8 points. He Ooh. got hurt in the second quarter, 0.8 points. I was heated, but um it was an undefeated league anyway, so I was good. Um, going from there, man, the hottest buzz in the NFL, Mr. Washed Up himself, Le'Veon Bell is going. Oh, first off, he got let's, – let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. We won. Adam Gase doesn't like him, never did. Uh Actually asked the GM why the hell you signed the running back for four years, 52 mil. Um, I believe it was 52 mil, something like that. Um, Some crazy amount of money. And he didn't like him. Um, He's had similar backs in all his systems. He's the perfect back for you from all your teams. Um, And for whatever reason, he doesn't like him. Um, And then he got a reason not to like him once he started retweeting that Adam Gase doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about on Twitter. He started liking people's comments, basically saying Adam Gates is a terrible coach. Did y'all see that? The tweets he retweeted? Oh, I would have really I would have released him too. I'd have got him out of there. It was like Adam Gates doesn't know what he's talking about. 
He doesn't even know how to use Le'Veon. He's liking everything, retweeting it. He he uh, undid everything, but they had screenshot and everything already. Um, but from there, he got obviously released from that um, because he is just pretty much probably fed up uh, with the Jets. Um, but he did commit a heist. He definitely did. Bank robbery. 18 games, 28 mil. I think that's a good deal. Four touchdowns. Um, and now he's going to the whoa, whoa, whoa. He's going 17 to, games. 17 games. Now he's going to the former uh former Super Bowl champions or reigning Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Thanos, the the Golden State Chiefs. <laughs> and he's going there. What do you guys think about that? People are mad. But you know, because no, it's not like you pointed. It's not our problem, Kenny. Oh, our problem. (laughs) Don't gotta worry about at all. But uh, no, Lawrence, what's what's crazy though is like you pointed out. You put something on Facebook. You know, last week everyone said, "Oh, Le'Veon Bell's washed. Le'Veon Bell is washed." Mm -hmm. The minute he signed with the Chiefs, oh, this is rigged. This is cheap. Well, which one is it? Is the man washed? Or is the league rigged because they're the best team ever assembled up? He's not washed up. We know he's not washed up. He put up great numbers in Pittsburgh with a good offensive line. And then he went to the Jets. Who are the Jets? They have no coaching. They have no good ownership. They don't have good management. They had no weapons around him. What did you think was going to happen? When he signed there, I knew it was the worst thing that can happen because he was just going to give fuel to all the people that said he didn't deserve the money. We're now going to see him play City, and he's going to go off. The only person who is is Clyde Edwards-Alaire, because you went from being the bell cow back to now you're going to have to split carries with a guy who is going to probably show you again that he's a top five running back, because that's where he was when he left Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, you guys, you guys already know this. Uh, I'm big on all-purpose guys. Um, when you, you when you get to a point in football or just any sport like that where you can do everything and a coach can sit there and try to pick and poke at your game. And he can say zero about your game. That is what Le'Veon Bell is. He can make people miss. He can run through you. Um, he can pass protect. He's probably, he's probably been one of the best pass protectors. A lot of people don't pay attention to this stuff. I do. That's why I'm really excited for him to get his chance again. Um, because I think he's been one of the best all-around backs in the league. Um, when we talk about uh, Alvin Kamara, um, Christian McCaffrey, those guys, they don't always pass protect. They're trying to get out of the, they're trying to get out of the the backfield to get passes and stuff. And you can see it in in Pittsburgh that Le'Veon stuck his nose into D tackles, DNs, linebackers. It didn't matter. Um, but this is one of my favorite players to ever play the game. To be honest. Um, I'm really excited for it. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be something special to really, uh, really see this. So, um, what do you think about it, Phil? Yeah, just basically going off of what you said and Kenny said. Everyone, everyone like said, "Oh, he's washed up." It, people were saying, "Oh, it's gonna be a a, a shady McCoy deal because you know bringing someone into the Chiefs organization. Oh, it's not gonna be. Um, it's not gonna matter much because anything he he was actually gonna go, but once he did go, they're all mad." And pissed off, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they're gonna. I, I do think Bell's gonna get a lot of um, Clyde's touches, but or they can also do a dual back a dual back system. But it, it, it's really up to Andrew Reed and how he likes to coach. 
Yeah, so I think I, it play. I think it definitely plays into the hand of Andy, because now instead of having one play sheet, now you got to make a play play sheet and a half, maybe two, because you can do so many more things. Yeah, you know? yeah. Think about Andy Reid. His best running back he probably had like in their prime might have been Lashawn McCoy for that yeah. run he, he was in Philadelphia, yeah. and Le'Veon Bell is a better version of what LaShawn McCoy was in his prime. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so the things that LaShawn McCoy did were great. Imagine what Andy Reid is going to draw up for Le'Veon Bell it's with Patrick bad. Mahomes as his quarterback and Tyreek Hill running down the sideline. Oh, yeah, yeah and Traffic Kelsey running across the middle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And plus Clyde, like, not – like, falling off a little bit the last couple of weeks doesn't help his case. He's going to have to really show out this week yeah. against Buffalo to really try to solidify his spot as the number one back. Um, going from there, Miss, uh, let's we're going to go right into coaching. Um, and speaking of Adam Gase and his just mismanagement of the two teams he's been coaching. Um, this guy, I don't know how he has a job anymore because he doesn't seem like he doesn't know. I don't think he knows what he's just talking about. Uh, but going from there, um, with coaching, how do you guys feel about the Atlanta and Houston uh, situation with coaching? Um, and those jobs pretty much being open um, and who, who you think are some good suitors. I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go <laughs> um, Houston and Atlanta to me, are, they're, they're two great jobs. I can't believe both teams are one and four and oh and five. Like looking at them on paper, they should be way better than that. So I think whoever gets the next job is actually falling into a great situation. You have Deshaun Watson in Houston and you have, Matt Ryan for a couple more years and Julio Jones in his prime for a couple more years, but then you still have Calvin Ridley right behind Julio. But to me, even though the Falcons are older, I still think the Falcons are the better job and not just I'm a Falcons fan, but because Bill O'Brien decimated your draft for the next couple of years in Houston. So you have to literally, you're going in there knowing I'm rebuilding and I'm not going to be able to get a first round pick for a couple of seasons. So we're going to stink for the next couple of years. You go to Atlanta, you already have Matt Ryan. You already have Julio Jones. You have some young pieces on defense. You just have to get a couple of guys in the draft and hit, and you can be a contender immediately. Yeah. And you were saying, like, what guys are fits? The fancy name that everyone's saying is Eric Bieniemy from Kansas City. I love him. I hope he's going to be our coach. It's not going to happen. I'm a Falcons fan. I know it. I just, yeah, I'm not going to get myself excited. He's it's, not going to not gonna gonna leave there. Andy Reid is going to beg him to stay. And, and even if he does leave there, I just can't see him leaving to come to Atlanta. It's just, I, I mm-hmm. him, he might end up in Houston if he leaves. I just I don't see it happen. I'm not getting my hopes up. So mm-hmm. a name that I like is uh, Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator over in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I think that when Tampa Bay turns it on eventually, because unfortunately they're going to turn it on because they have Tom Brady, mm-hmm. I think his name is going to get a lot of steam. And I think he's a good fit for Atlanta being that he's coached in the NFC South now. So he knows that division. I think he can come right over. He'll have Julio Jones and Kelvin Ridley, which will be his Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He'll have Matt Ryan, who can be what Tom Brady is doing for him this year. I think that he would be a good fit for Atlanta. Uh, um, yeah, for me, um, I, yeah, like Houston is a dump, a dumpster fire. Um, he like Bill O'Brien. He tried to be Bill, the other Bill, the real Bill, and it did not work out. Th- this GM coach thing should not go. A lot of times it just doesn't work. Like I don't understand why they would even give give him this much power coming out of college. Um, but I don't really know the the too much of the landscape or the like who's the suitors for coaching and things like that. Um, 
but offensive-minded coaches that I could think of, but I don't know if he's going to ever come back. I've always liked Hugh Jackson, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't really know the, like, the landscape of the coaching and who's the suitors out there. Um, but I think, like, Hugh Jackson, I know he's always been offensive-minded um, going from there, but I can't really I can't really think anybody, but I wouldn't go to Houston. Yeah. I'd be like, ah, you want me to step in the situation and get myself fired after a year and a half? After y'all get mad, there's no future? Now nah, I'll pass. <laughs> I'm not about to move my family and my three, four kids, and then we got to leave somewhere. It's like, come on, man. If, if if they're willing to be patient, then yeah, you gotta you gotta sign to somebody to like a five five to seven year deal or whatever it is. Uh, but what what do you think about it, Phil? Yeah, I probably have to agree with you guys. Said Atlanta is the more interesting job because of all those pieces, and also going back to um, Houston, I believe Bill O'Brien should have been fired after that playoff loss against the Chiefs. To be honest. He should have been gone oh, yeah. a long time ago. 24 0, definitely. Right. He should have been fired after making the Hopkins trade. Yeah. Because he but, traded for a run. Uh, he's not a bum, but he's a, a damaged goods as a running back. And you trade him for, I don't get it. Yeah. And then um, going off what you said about offensive minded, minded coaches, I know if he doesn't take over the Patriots head coaching job, probably Josh McDaniels, because he's, he's been a very, very um, highly scouted. Um, uh, coach for the last like five years. Teams try to other teams try to get him, but somehow New England manages to keep him. I couldn't so, think. Of, I couldn't think of his name. I was yeah. trying to. I was trying to think. That's why I like was uh, fumbling a little bit. I'm trying. Yeah. Yo, what is his name? What is his name? Because like everybody, and that's another thing. Another cool thing I want to give you an insight, especially you, Phil. Um, when I was going through like my uh, my whole NFL thing and going through that, um, they they said this is what they told me during like being picked up they say you get picked up by the patriots you'll probably never leave the nfl i've heard that because because of how respected they are because it's like if the patriots want you oh yeah we definitely want you too you must be that good yeah and i thought i was like damn wow that's i was like wow that's crazy like i've heard that a lot lot, yeah so yeah like um going back to josh mcdaniels like he he had a stint with the broncos which it didn't go exactly the way he wanted to but Ever since then, he's been one of the, like the most highly scouted and wanted coaches in the NFL. So if he doesn't go for the, if he doesn't take over for Bill Belichick when he retires, there's gonna be a lot of teams, especially Houston and most likely Atlanta as well, wanting his services to coach. Definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. about what Phil said about his little stint in Denver too. Like people want to use that against him. His quarterback was Kyle Orton. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's you can't you can hold that oh, against man. him. He had Kyle Orton as his quarterback, right. he still was halfway decent. I'm not a huge McDaniels guy, but I'm not, I would never use that against him to say he can't coach because he didn't do well in Denver. Right? Yeah. But man, that concludes another episode of Inspired by True Events Sports Podcast. Uh, I want to thank you guys again, Phil and Kenny. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Definitely keep this rolling. Word of the month, word of the lifetime is be consistent. We're going to be consistent with this, um, and we're going to keep the content rolling. Um, and best believe, I hope you got if – you, if you get to this point of the episode, the LeBron and Jordan talk is coming. It's coming to, it's coming to Inspired by True Events. It's definitely got to come, come on here, and we got to get two on the – 
two on the Jordan side, two LeBron. on the LeBron side. Me, Kenny, and Phil will be the, the refs. All <laughs> punches go. Tables, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to be consistent with this. Um, that's that's what the goal, main goal is right now. Um, and you guys have a wonderful, wonderful night, day, afternoon, wherever you at. Um, and we'll catch you later.